Welcome to the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast, a podcast where we're seeking to lead change while also seeking to understand. I am your host, Lafayette Lane, joined by my co-host, John LeBron, and we are here for another exciting, invigorating, and enthralling week for the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast. Before we get into the topic, as always, we want to say thank you to all of our supporters, those of you that have been rocking with us, uh, either your day one or even those that are brand new to the podcast, whether you're subscribed, you support us via YouTube, or you follow us on Facebook, on our Facebook page there at Unscripted Authentic Leadership, or you follow us there on Instagram at Unscripted Leadership, or whether you're one of our streaming supporters that stream us on one of our major podcast platforms that we have been afforded to, uh, whether that be via Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, Intune, iHeart, etc. We say thank you. Listen, before we get into the topic, we have an exciting topic this week that we are definitely excited about. John, how you doing, man? Doing great. It's been a good week. Productive. Yeah. Excited to kick this, do this uh, episode. And uh, yeah, thanks for everybody who's been listening. And thanks for our guests these last two weeks. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's been amazing, Have uh, you know, starting having the guest thing and um, having people on to hear their stories. And uh, if you hear their stories, you go back and listen Share them with your friends. I think it'll really help some people. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's me and John back in the saddle again this week. But as John alluded to, we've been in a Rise Up series uh, that we've been doing, uh, interviewing different people and getting their stories of those that have may have had a rocky start or started behind the, the goalposts. But now you look at them and their, their story has turned into a success story. They turn their failures into uh, learning lessons and their mistakes into priority lessons so everyone else can learn from them. Uh, and if you're interested in being a guest for our Rise Up series, you can email us at unscriptedleadership uh, at gmail.com. Email us. The, the email address is unscriptedleadership at gmail.com. Listen, this week we're going to get into the topic and we're talking about death to external validation. And I think that this is a, a, um, pertinent topic. I think this is a relevant topic um, as far as leadership and just any walk of life, even if you don't consider yourself as a quote unquote leader, even though we know here on the Unscripted Authentic Leadership podcast that everyone is a leader in their own respective right. Um, this whole idea of validation, but specifically external validation, uh, needing that approval from others that does not come from yourself. And so we're going to get into this topic and I want to lay the foundation as always um, when we get into the topic so our audience knows where we're going and what what we're talking about. And so external validation is basically the sense uh, that an individual or a group of individuals needs approval and it's often rooted in vanity and insecurity. Now I want to make the disclaimer that there we are talking about external validation, not just the general term of validation, um, but external validation. And I think that's important that we know that distinction that uh, by nature, we all want to be validated in some uh, point or area of our life just because of the makeup of who we are as human beings, of the uh, relationship and the connectivity that we were designed to have. 
Um, that's not necessarily what I'm saying um, that we need to die out to or that needs to come to an end. I'm talking about specifically or we're talking about rather um, the external validation that requires um, that you don't have a sense of self-esteem or a, a sense of self-worth if someone else doesn't give you an attaboy. If someone else doesn't give you a pat on the back, if someone else doesn't give you their stamp of approval, you feel like you cannot move forward in life. You cannot move forward in your purpose and in your um, destiny unless someone gives you the green light and the approval and they put their stamp of OK on it. Then you don't feel like you can move forward. And it's often rooted in our insecurities. And I think today we will expose those and I think we'll be all better for it. And so it can be as simple as. Uh, when you think about it, we have all had um, ex external the need for external validation. It could be as simple as you need you tell a joke and you feel like you need someone to laugh at your joke. Right. And if your joke is not well received, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Full transparency. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like, so like about it till you said it. Yeah, no, that's good, bro, because I want I want the audience to really understand that I don't want this to seem like this is something complicated or something deep. It's something that we all have dealt with. Uh, uh, like I was saying that, you know, someone doesn't laugh at your joke and it's not well received. Your self-esteem and your self-worth kind of takes a hit. And so uh, it can be seen in other areas as you always need someone to give you a compliment. You always need someone to tell you how great you are. Uh, love me, love me, love me. And it's rooted out of selfishness and self attention that when you remove all of those things, if someone does not give you a compliment, someone does not give you that uh, self validation, that that external validation that you feel that you need, but you don't need, then you feel like you are stuck and you cannot move forward. And I think about how many people are really stuck in their life right now, bro. How many people that have a dream and they let it die because they they shared their dream and they shared their vision with even a close family member or a close friend. And that close family member, that close friend didn't give them the validation that they think that they thought that they would get. And so they put the dream away and they put their vision away. They stopped writing the book and they stopped writing their ideas down and they stopped uh, going after the business and being the entrepreneur entrepreneur in the business, uh, the leader that they were intended to be because someone didn't say yes and someone didn't say okay. One of my favorite shows, and I'm sure it's one of your favorite shows that I like to watch is Shark Tank. And when these people that go into the Shark Tank, these different entrepreneurs, um, um, it can be from various ages. They have kids, they have teenagers, they have adults, they have mid uh, adults, they have older people that go in there and people that have these ideas and they go into the Shark Tank with these investors who are already billionaires and millionaires and have these um, they're corporate giants and they can be intimidating. And they have these entrepreneurs that go and they what they call the Shark Tank. And they go in there and they pitch their idea for their business to these investors. And so they say that I have such and such company. I have a, a company that we make honey. And they tell them about why they should invest in. They say, I'm seeking $200,000 for a 20% stake in my company. Now, you'd be surprised that even though to the entrepreneur, it may seem like this is the greatest idea in the world. It may seem like this is the greatest thing ever known to mankind, but you get it from somebody else's perspective that here's your dream and your vision. And you listen to the sharks feedback. Sometimes you can say, wow, that's kind of harsh. That's kind of, uh, they're kind of to the point. They're kind of 
they don't have the empathy and the sympathy and the grace um, that you're looking for. But you'll see those entrepreneurs that are determined and don't need the self-validation that I'm coming to you not to affirm me, not to self-validate uh, me, not to give me the stamp of approval. But when I have a dream and when I have a vision, I'm saying if you want to go along with me on this ride and if you decide not to go along with me on this ride, that's OK. I'm going to keep my foot on the gas pedal. I'm not going to hit the brake and I'm not going to put it in park. But then you have those other entrepreneurs and they're just crushed. They don't they can't believe that someone couldn't see the vision the way they see their vision and someone didn't have the same perspective and someone didn't give them that validation. And so they stop what they're doing and they stop their dream and they go back to their nine and five. They go back to their work life and they go back to their misery because they didn't get that external validation that they felt that they should have received. But I want our audience to know today, you do not need validation from other people to keep going forward. Death to val to external validation. I want us to be intentional about that because it is something that if you don't let it die, it'll keep popping back up. It'll keep popping back up that you may suppress it. You may put it down for a little while, that need and that want uh, for validation. But if you don't kill that and, and bury that, It'll pop itself back up at the most inopportune times to where you'll find yourself doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I believe that's the uh, definition of insanity. You're doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And so you find yourself in a cycle five, 10 years and you find yourself uh, making excuses and blaming other people because you needed that external validation for someone else. And when it was your dream, it was your vision, not someone else's. Bro, speak to this whole point of external validation of what 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 it means to you and give us your perspective on external validation. Well, I'd like to just drop the mic after that. Um, <laughs> oh, <bro>. that <laughs> just go with that. But, uh, you know, you mentioned Shark Tank. It's funny because um, if everybody's probably familiar with the company Ring, right? Yeah. That's who a lot of you have your doorbells from and other significant items now throughout your your house, but primarily the doorbell with the camera. Um, we use in our in my company office. We use that. I have family members that use it. That guy went on Shark Tank and he, he, get, he tried to um, talk to them about ring and they thought it wouldn't work they thought That's it was crazy so good, bro. so good right and they went on there so even people who have had fi financial success and other business a lot of other business success they don't always see what you see he could have easily gone home and said hey i mean mark cuban doesn't think this is a, this is good barbara doesn't think it's good you know um damon doesn't think it's good um all the rest of them right Right. Um, he's like, oh, this is, I just might as well start over. Um, he didn't, he kept pushing on and now he is actually one of the hosts on the show from time right. to time, investing in <laughs> other companies, right? Yeah. Um, they sort of say, you know, first time someone was on in the tank and now is hosting, but what they failed to, to tell you is that nobody invested. Um, people might've come back and invested. I don't know that, but on that episode, he was booted out. <laughs> he was shown the door. Right. Um, but yeah, people need uh, validation often because they're just not comfortable in their own skin. That's good. Um, you know, <clears throat> we all seek, uh, we all need and seek significance. Uh, 
you know, the primary reason that most millennials leave their company is not even from lack of money or because more money is available. It's because often when they're interviewed, like exit interviewed, it's because they didn't feel like they were uh, making an impact or had any significance. Uh, that's the primary reason for exiting and leading to another company. Um, and if I get a hair spiritual with you, you know, our value, if you if you are seeking validation from other people, um, it's because your value is coming from the wrong source. That's good. Right. Um, for So for me personally, mine comes from my creator, God. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know that I am the kid of a king. And if you think about that, if you are the kid, the child of a king. Right. That means you have already a place for you in a kingdom, right? Um, And understanding that um, should increase your self-worth. And if your self-worth, if you have that self-worth, then you should understand that your value doesn't come from what everybody else thinks, right? It doesn't come from what everybody else um, wants you to say. It comes from whose you are, right? Um, So... If you begin to see yourself um, no longer, let me say that again. If you see yourself um, not needing the um, others to tell you that you're special or you have value, right? And just following your true north is basically what I'm trying to say. Mm. Um, so a lot of people get their val- their their validation on social media, right? You know, and um, <laughs> the problem with that is you can literally post anything and get likes. So mm-hmm. is the val- So it doesn't matter whether you're correct or not. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to give you an attaboy. So I saw somebody posted, you know, vaccines should never be mandatory for COVID. Um, this is, you know, this is whatever. This is ridiculous. And everybody is sharing it and liking it. That's right. No vaccines for me. And then I saw someone else right a little bit later posted, not related. Mm-hmm. Um, vaccine should be 100% mandatory. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong. And people are like, yeah, that's right. Share your likes. Guys, I don't know. I have my own opinion. Um, but yeah. <laughs> obviously someone is, there's a truth in there somewhere. Um, I'm not here to tell you what that is, but it doesn't matter. The, the right. point is, is both of them had validation from other sources and one of them's wrong apparently. And so they can't both be correct exactly on that. Um, by those statements, maybe both are wrong, but, um, you know, seeking the likes and validation from that, you know, the problem with social media is, uh, social media is sports center, right? Correct. It's, it's the highlight reel. It's, it's, a highlight uh, reel. it's the play of the day, yep. right? Um, it's your best moments put on there for everybody to see. And then we see those ma- amazing moments. We post up. I just posted a bunch of family pictures. Everybody said so many nice things. And obviously, it was well-received, loved it. Thank you so much for complimenting my kids, so forth. Um, but the difference is, while we appreciate it, I don't feel more valuable or less valuable because of the nice comments. Um, so it's okay to post things. You just can't let that steer you and uh, make your decisions. Man, I think that was so good, especially the point you brought up about social media, because you have people that have literally committed suicide because they didn't get that external validation from a like, mm-hmm. from a share, from a heart, from a comment. And um, if you look at the studies um, and the scientific studies on um, social media and the endorphins that people get uh, released from their body when they get um, the, the like and the share, 
it's as is the same feeling that a drug addict gets when they get high. And if you don't get that, you're going craving for something else. And so this whole external validation piece is something that we are struggling at as a, as a, as a society. Um, because like you said, that was good. Um, it's sports center. And the problem with the highlight is that once the highlight is gone, then what, where do we go from here? Uh, we are thriving off of moments, but we don't have momentum. And the difference is a moment is temporary. Momentum can be sustained. When you're thriving off of moments, you cannot be sustained off of that. You're always looking for that next thing and that next uh, high, that next chase and that next uh, validity, the next sign off and this next signature to someone to sign off on your life. And how crazy is that? For you to give that power over your life to someone else. I mean, really think about that, that your happiness is based Amen. upon someone else's approval. Mm -hmm. your, your, your ability to operate in your family and your gift and your creativity. Many of us can't think straight uh, unless we check our phone to see if we've been validated by our last post. That was so good what you said that even if your post didn't get one like, you're still going to go home and be a great father. You're still going to go home and be a great husband because uh, your validation does not stop me uh, in my acceleration to move in who I am and what I've been called to do. And I think that uh, this whole external validation piece, it has to do with our mindset, bro. It has to do with our mindset. Our mind is the center of our being. We know everything starts in the mind. The difference between someone that needs uh, external validation uh, opposed to someone who does not need that affirmation, that approval is the mindset. People that generally need uh, external validation have a fixed mindset. And we referenced it. I'm not sure what episode it was, but we talked about having that mindset that was boxed in, that was locked in. And I think we had referenced uh, starting about the pandemic and how corporations had to change their mindset and leaders had to change their mindset from going from a physical space to a virtual space and uh, even churches and and restaurants had to reimagine and recreate how they went about their business and how they went um, operated in their infrastructure <laughs> in infrastructure but it was not possible to do that if you had a fixed mindset mm -hmm. uh, a fixed mindset is a person that gets upset when things get difficult uh, and when, when we say difficult in 2020, it's really uh, a subjective term uh, because difficult can be literally some people say life is difficult today because I did not get the response I wanted or desired on social media. But I'm talking about the difficulties of life um, that when you have those challenges, it seems like your attitude uh, moves you out to seek something easier. When you have that external uh, validation mindset that you need to be validated by someone external externally, you will move uh, from place to place and you'll find that that is a person that has a life of instability. And so we can look in the last three years, you've had about 10 jobs. You cannot keep on the same course. You stop and you start, you stop and you start. You cannot continue to have that uh, continual progress because you have that fixed mindset rather than someone who says, you know what, I'm not looking for external validation. I find my validation from my creator. I find my validation for who I am and my identity. I have a growth mindset. 
I don't have a fixed mindset. I don't have one that's so tight and so boxed in. I have a growth mindset where I don't always expect uh, to be great at things right away. I don't always expect things to be great because I understand that life is life. And, and one day uh, life can be going great. And at the drop of a hat, uh, life can shift on me. But because I have a growing mindset, I have the ability to adjust. I have the ability to adapt. I'm like a chameleon. Uh, whatever atmosphere, whatever environment you put me in, I'm able to adapt because I have that uh, growth mindset. And so the process of learning excites me. Uh, the process uh, of challenges excite me rather than being annoyed and rather than having uh, feelings of inadequacy and I cannot do it. Uh, I You get excited because you have that internal validation that no matter what comes my way on the outside, I know on the inside I have uh, greater in me, uh, the makeup, my DNA of who I am. I don't have give up in me. I don't have quit in me. I don't have a loser in me. I don't have, uh, uh, I'm just going to throw in the towel in me. I'm going to keep on going because I have that internal uh, validation. I have that growth mindset instead of the fixed mindset. Bro, kind of talk about the difference between someone that has that growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Um, yeah, so, you know, my it's funny because my son actually came home one day from school and was talking about, Dad, I learned all about growth mindset wow. versus fixed mindset, you know what I mean? Okay. Stuff like that. It was it was cool. So, um, yeah, so si similarly, right, um, yeah. you know, I think one thing that's important to understand is um, you're, you hit the growth mindset and, and fixed mindset really well and you said something on there actually that i want to touch on um and basically you talked about um finding your um identity in your own in, in within knowing yourself right I think of something along those lines right, right right it made me think of something i thought was important you know um people you have to find your own you have to understand you have to know your truth Right. Yeah. Whoa. What? So, like, what is your true north? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you require validation from others, um, that means that you cannot actually stay on your truth and your true north. Right. Good. You actually have to waver off of it um, just to get their approval. You can't just say right. do what you think is correct. You can't. Um, you need to be able to make decisions based on the merit of the decision, not on what other people think, right? Yeah. Um, not based on how other people are going to feel. Not, I'm not saying be a jerk, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, staying true to the truth is more important than making people feel better um, or making people like you. When you want to be a leader, often you have to stick to what you know is true and often unpopular, um, and so you will not, you know, you will not always get attaboys when you, when leading, but when you know, something's the right is the right direction, you have to stay on it. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to say that, but yeah, exactly. What you said on the growth versus fix was perfect. I mean, I don't know how to say it any better. Yeah, man. Um, I, I think, <laughs> I think you just put a whole nother episode topic because, know your truth yeah we don't know 
and this is our show, so we can say what we want to say on here. Yeah, we don't. We live in a society. Nobody knows what truth is. You brought up the point about the vaccine, bro. If I take it, there's a consequence because this truth over here is telling me this. If I don't take it, there's another consequence because truth is telling me this. And every day that you wake up, you turn on social media, you turn on the news, um, you, you open up your laptop, you open up your phone, you open up your tablet, and everybody has a truth. And so if you're looking at all these truths and you're trying to decipher where you get your truth from, if you've got to filter through all the trash, all the uh, policies, all the politicism and all of the uh, agendas, truth can be hard to find if you're looking at it from an external place. Got to have a foundation. You got to have a foundation. You have to have a foundation. And the reality is, is that your foundation cannot come from anybody else. Mm -hmm. It has to be from inside of you. It has to be based on what's important to you, not what's important to the followers that follow you on Instagram, not what's important to the people that are liking and commenting on your Facebook status. And well, I'll put this truth out there because this truth is popular. You just said it as leaders. The reality is, is that we see that when you really stand up for what you believe in, you will face opposition. It is inevitable. Even if you go with the popular route, even if you go with the popular mantra, you will still face opposition. Yeah, I'll close to me all in. When we did our first episode on diversity, yeah. I saw I saw a few followers leave. Right? Oh. We were gonna stop doing the episodes because a few people left. Uh -oh. I don't care that much, right? Oh. Like, I didn't oh, I do this it. for followers. So that's right. That's just cluing you in. Which I'm being serious when we talk when he says this. So yes, we like, oh, we lost five last week after that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so they didn't see things as the way we saw them. That's fine. Right. So Exactly. But we kept on going. And here's the thing. And I can say this for the both of us. I believe John and I knew that before we did it. We yeah. were intentional about it. We understood that. But because we understand our purpose and our vision, and this show is not about how many followers we have, how many subscribers we have, this show was built upon a foundation that we wanted to get our truth out, period. We came together because we wanted to get our truth out. Truth is in the statement. It is in the name of our podcast, Authentic. Mm -hmm. Authentic leadership. And so when you get on this podcast, you may hear something that may challenge you. Our goal, our aim is never to uh, upset anyone. It is never to uh, offend anyone, but it is to challenge you. That's why we always start every episode and we end every episode by saying this is a podcast where we are seeking to lead change while also seeking to understand. Whenever you're seeking to lead change while also seeking to understand, those are that's a point of tension because while while leading change, you will have misunderstandings from other people while also trying to understand. You will have people that will not understand where you're coming from because they don't understand and agree in the direction that you're trying to lead them in. And so we understand as leaders and I understand and I'm not saying that I've mastered it, but I've become OK with you don't like or you don't agree. And that's OK. That's OK with me because if you're not okay with it, you will live your life trying to please people that will never be pleased. 
You will live your life trying to get people to agree with you on one thing and you agree with them on that. And then they'll find something else to not agree with you on. And the reality is you will not go through life if you're looking for a circle of friends and a circle of safety um, that you will only surround yourself with people that agree with you. You will go through this life alone. If you look at the people that I surround myself with, John and I don't agree with everything. We do this show. We don't agree with everything. That's the reality. We don't always see things the same way. But you know what I don't tell John? I'm not your friend anymore, bro, because you didn't give me that external validation. I'm going to delete you off of my off, off of my Facebook. I'm going to be petty. We, we've got to really grow up. We've we've got to grow up and we've got to mature to the place to where we say, you know what? It's OK if you don't validate me. It's OK if you don't agree with me because you are not the source of my strength. You are not the source of my creativity. You are not the source of the the dream and the vision. You're not the reason why I get up and go to work. You're not the reason why I get up and grind. You're not the reason why I get up and do what I do. I do it for me and I do it for my family. I don't do it for external likeness. And so that's why I want us to really, um, it's critical to understand that external piece because as I said before, and John alluded to it, we all inherently um, seek validation in some uh, point. The problem is it is the requirement of it. The difference is it's okay to have it. It would be great to have it, but if I don't have it, that's okay as well. The issue comes in to where you say it's a requirement because when it becomes a requirement and it becomes an external need um, that you have to have, then you are at the mercy at someone else. When it's external validation, that's the exact problem. It's external because anytime you put your self-worth in the hands of someone else or something outside of yourself, you're at their mercy. I want us to really understand that. That's why when we see people and not just celebrities, people in general every day that you can be bought. You can't buy me. You know why? Because I'm not at your mercy. You, you cannot write me off. I'm not at the hands. I'm not. You're, you're not my master. And we talk about this whole piece of um, slavery. Slavery is more um, than just the 1800s, the 1700s, the black and white. Slavery is a mindset to where I am enslaved to your opinion of me. Many of us are slaves right now. We don't have chains on us physically. We're not behind bars. We're not out in the field. And this has nothing to do with your race. It has to do with your mindset. You're enslaved to someone else because their opinion is your master. Whatever they say of you, whatever they think of you, that's what you'll do. If, if they don't like the clothes that you wear, you'll change your outfit. You'll go broke trying to appease someone else. And so now you're at the mercy of someone else. And I want us to really think about that. How many of us are at the mercy and the hands of other people because external validation is a requirement? John, you got something you want to say, bro? <laughs> that was so good. It's true. And I know we talk a lot about social media and that's just because that seems to be yep. um, one of the easy things to to right. point out. And it seems to be most people's addiction. I encourage everybody to watch um, a documentary called uh, The Social Dilemma. Mm. I watched it not too long ago. I don't know if you've seen it. It basically talks about has people who it interviews people who were involved with like social media early on and even people high up who were high up in some of these companies like Facebook and so forth, talking about how they were, are, were developed and are developed and how um, and 
the way that they go about um, creating this product that we all like to use, but how it's created for you to have an addiction uh, mm -hmm. to always need to come back, right? And that's why the likes and so forth were in there. They literally have psychologists that they um, work with these companies to teach uh, the developers um, how to like how the mind works and how to get people coming back for more and more and more. Yeah. Um, there's a reason for it. There's a reason. And it's a very interesting. Um, it's a really, 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 really good documentary. I just watched it a few weeks ago. Highly encouraged. It's called the social dilemma. You can find it on like Amazon prime or something, but anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. So on that same note, I hundred percent agree. Can't, I don't have a lot to add to that. It just, Guys, you have to just be comfortable within yourself. You have to be okay with making the right choices for the right reasons yep. and not giving a rip about what anybody else thinks. Um, until you do, um, you're going to be held hostage. You're always going to be worried about, you know, a lot. I've, you know how many people came to me and asked me about when we started our podcast? A lot, right? Like, how did you start it? We just started, man. I mean, yep. you mean like plat they didn't mean like what platforms. Anybody can Google it. But yep. they're like, I don't know if I could post stuff on there. I mean, I, yeah, was I a little bit like, all right, let's see how this goes. A little bit, but sure. not so worried about whether you liked it or not. Just whether I was putting out value for everybody to listen to. Right. Um, that was the focus. Like, how can I grow myself to be able to put more stuff out for everybody to feed off of? Not um, will everybody give it a like, right? Um, we yes, do appreciate sir. the likes. We appreciate the shares. But the main reason for that is so that other people can see it, Correct. not so that I don't look at how many likes we got or shares. I just, it's good when I see the message being spread um, and content being made available for others. There's a huge difference. And so, yes, you know, but the biggest thing I tell people, just go do it. Don't, who cares whether someone likes or doesn't like your whatever video you put out on Facebook or YouTube. Like if they don't like it, they'll never see it again. It doesn't matter, That's right? right. Uh, most people not go on there and just hate on your video, but it happens sometimes. But oh well, mm -hmm. moving on. So, yeah, exactly. And you and you talked about the, that addiction and people's response. We and we have to be careful, bro, because sometimes um, if people don't respond the way we think that we they should respond, we take it personal, <laughs> and sometimes their response has nothing to do with us. In fact, situations almost always have to do more with what's going on on the inside of them than it has to do with you. Everything we live in this PC culture and, and, and don't get me wrong because any of you that have been watching this podcast, you know, we, we are real and we are honest of how uh, all aspects of leadership. We've talked about the feelings. We've talked about empathy and sympathy. So don't get me, uh, don't misconstrue what I'm saying, but there comes a point to where we have to stop getting so personal um, to where we have a chip on our shoulder or everything someone says, everything someone does. We take it personal to the point to where uh, if you don't give me the right response, then you don't like me. You don't love me. The reality is I could have been having a bad day and I didn't even see what you posted. I may have saw what you posted and I just kept on scrolling. Incidentally, I didn't even like it, you know, so you cannot always assume um, that their response has something to do with you personal, something they could be going through something themselves uh, on the inside of them that they didn't give you that necessary response that you are looking for. 
But if your validation is not dependent upon that external validation anyways, then it wouldn't bother you. And so either way, your self-confidence, your self-esteem and your self-worth shouldn't be diminished because you didn't get the response that you need. Similarly, just the polar opposite, your self-confidence and your self-esteem and your self-worth shouldn't be boosted just because they gave you the response that you needed. So it, it works both ways. If you give it to me, that's great. I still know who I am. If you don't, that's great. I still know who I am because my validation comes from the inside of me. And I think John and I both hit points. I had notes on here talking about why we seek validation from others. And we've covered it. Uh, the lack of confidence, uh, need for acceptance, sense of worth, sense of identity, overall affirmation. And, and we've got to stop looking for these things because when we do this, uh, it, it makes us seem insecure. It makes us seem insecure. It makes us look needy and it limits your self growth. Uh, if that baby bird, um, when a, when a mother bird has a baby, um, she feeds the baby mouth to mouth. She feeds the baby mouth to mouth and puts them in a nest, puts them in a warm place. But after the a certain maturity and after the baby matriculates to a certain point to before they're an adult, uh, the mother, she takes the nest and she starts putting hard things in the nest to make the baby uncomfortable. And eventually she'll kick the baby literally out of the nest because she understands that this baby will never fly if I keep feeding it mouth to mouth. And if I keep tending to its needs on a one on one on one basis to the point towards limiting the baby chick's growth. And that's exactly how we ought to be as leaders, that if we're always depending on someone to feed us, to feed our egos, feed our self-esteem, feed our confidence. We are limiting our self-growth because when that source is removed, where is your growth? If you're always depending on someone externally to feed into you, then you are really in a bad shape and in a bad place. And so instead of having that external validation as leaders, we should have self-validation. We should have self-validation. In other words, I recognize my own worthiness. I recognize my own legitimacy. It's not pride. It's not cockiness, but I am confident. And I think um, when we see people that are confident, we are quick to 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 accuse them of, oh, he's cocky or she's cocky or he's arrogant or she's arrogant. No, no, no. When you get to a place, John, when you really know who you are, people may accuse you of being cocky. People may accuse you of being arrogant. But when you know who you are, I'd rather you say that about me than say, you know what? Lafayette don't know who he is. Lafayette has a, a Lafayette don't have no self-esteem. He don't know who he is. He's always searching for his identity and over here and over here. No, I recognize who I am and I recognize whose I am. Like you already said, bro, that I have self-validation. I can affirm myself in the mirror. Your will be great. I don't care how, how, how bad it looks. I don't care how dark it looks. You will be great. You have greatness on the inside of you. And so self-validation is a, is, is a quality that I would venture to say that if you're going to be a successful leader, you've got to learn how to validate yourself, not looking at, not looking for validation from other people, not external validation, but self-validation. John, talk to us about that self-validation. <laughs> what's left <laughs> oh my gosh you know i um <clears throat> i don't know how if i was you know there was no social media as i was a teenager it didn't come out until i was in college 
Yeah. And it, even at that, there was no like likes and stuff. It wasn't that accessible. It wasn't on cell phones. Thank God. So I was already developing um, as an adult when that whole thing came around. But it doesn't mean it hasn't it doesn't become addictive, right? Um, there's been times I'm like, wow, this got so many likes. That's great. But when I look back, I'm like, doesn't matter, right? Um, my if some people i often find people who and it's funny you said the you know people say oh he's arrogant you know you know mm -hmm. a lot of people can can a lot of people uh confuse somebody's swagger for you know arrogance and so yeah and you know what's funny <laughs> is you can get frustrated about that guy's swag but yeah in, in his mind he doesn't care so i can tell you that and so and it's not that there some people may be over overly confident <laughs> I'd rather someone be overly confident than have a really bad self-image. Um, yeah. Now, some people's overconfidence is compensating for a bad self-image, but that's just a whole other thing. Most people who are truly confident, they're not necessarily loud, obnoxious, or anything like that. They just are able to walk with their head up. They're able to right. look you in the eye. They're, they don't mind telling you the truth when it's required. They don't have to talk too much. They're fine listening to you, um, all those kind of things. Yeah, And... Um, when I grew, as I grew up personally, I remember having a low self-image. Um, I don't know there's any one person's fault. I just always felt inferior. <clears throat> and um, when I became a young adult, probably about the age of 20, 21, somewhere in there, I was introduced to self-help materials. And this is um, before I even started reading like the word and so forth. Sure. And so um, that was my first introduction to people explaining like, hey, you have value. It doesn't come from everybody else. And here's some things you can do to make yourself one feel feel better. Um, and here's another, and here's some things you can do so you can present yourself better, talk to people better. All these things they're basically called self help books. There's a huge whole section in any library you ever want to go to, or yeah. even in the uh, bookstore or online for free. So when people ask often, like you know, they're probably questions like, how can I? get rid of that. And the one of the, and it, it's not, you can't get rid of it by deleting your social media. That might help a little bit, but you nope. can't because you're still going to seek it other ways. Lafayette yep. had alluded to people laughing at your jokes. I still, to this day, I love it when people laugh at my jokes. I will <laughs> tell them all day long, yep. but you know, I was always told I was the funny guy. So it just, it's, it's like a, it's part of your self image. But, um, but at the same time, you know, I, I laugh at mine more than anybody else laughs at my jokes. So I just think they're funny. What can I go. say? Or I wouldn't tell them. But um, as I started in, into this journey into personal, always growing myself and improving myself, um, I realized that I'm better than I than I thought I was as far as like I had more value than I ever realized. And when you, um, you know, you can't give something that you don't have. Right. You can't give a dollar to somebody if you don't have a dollar. Well, you can't give value if you don't have value. Right. Or you can't, um, you know, you need to basically always fill your cup up so you can pour it out. And you yeah. do that. You do that. I guess this would segue it into his book. But uh, but you do that Perfect. by um, continually growing yourself, reading, listening to podcasts, listening to anything that would feel that's positive, that will fill you up and help you improve. Um, and turning off the negativity. Your mind will never forget anything. So if you put in bad images and bad um, you know, media and all these bad things online that you could be staring at and so forth, when you put those in your head, 
it never leaves. Your brain is a computer and it downloads it. It's never gone. Right. But you yeah. can dilute it. You can't delete it, but you can dilute it with positive. Um, everybody's put bad, dumb things in their head. You just have to start putting more good than bad and, and tuning out the bad as much as possible. Live in your own bubble. And that would help you feel way more confident about yourself. You'll start to understand that, hey, I know things and um, I can give value to this world. Bro, that, that was good. That was excellent. And I love that line. You cannot give what you don't have. You can't give value if you don't have value. And when you you said live in your own bubble, I think that many of us need to, to really tap into this aspect of the pandemic. We need to self-quarantine within ourselves. And I'm not, I'm not saying necessarily lock yourself in a room, but I'm saying mentally self-quarantine and do a self-inventory to see who you really are. What's your makeup? What's your DNA? What are the areas that I can improve in well, I don't need validation because I know who I am. And here it is. We all are continually growing and we all are becoming. Becoming. That is the read of our week this week by Michelle Obama. And many of you, this is not about uh, a political affiliation, uh, whether you like or not. I would challenge you to read this book. Um, I was challenged in many areas. This is not a book about policies. This is not a book about Democrat or Republican at all. Um, this is a book for all people, all races, all ages, male and female, because we all are becoming. We all are continuing that growth and that path of um, self-growth, self-worth, and self-improvement to be who God has ultimately called us to be. Listen, this has been another great great episode another great topic i have so many more notes but we are out of time and we don't want to uh belabor your patience i know john probably has more maybe we'll do a part two to this another time but listen we want to continue to uh say thank you uh, to those who are supporting us and those who are following us on facebook um, please go there and support uh, like john said we don't do this for the likes or the comments but we do this so the message can get out and the content can be shared so someone can be inspired, someone can be motivated, someone can be blessed, someone can be invigorated. If we can get just one person to be blessed and inspired by our content, I, I think that we both can say that we've done a, a job well done and our, that is our mission, is one person at a time to inspire you to be the leader that God has called you to be. And we say that every week and that's not just a cliche. We genuinely believe that. That is the fiber of our mission here. That is the fiber of our DNA and our makeup of this podcast is that you be who God has called you to be. And so we thank you for your continued support. You can follow us there on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram at Unscripted Leadership. Um, you can subscribe to us there on YouTube. Those of you that will stream this podcast, you can stream it on any major podcast platform. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, iHeartRadio, uh, Intune, etc. And once again, if you're interested in being in our Rise Up series, this is not uh, something that we've just done for a month or a couple of weeks. This is something that we will continue to do. We want you to email us there. The email address is unscriptedleadership at gmail.com. Unscriptedleadership at gmail.com. We, we are glad 
uh, to, we will be glad to host you and to have you on the podcast so you can share with us uh, how you move from external validation to self-validation and how you were able to turn your story that may have started off rough and, and, and rugged. You may have came from the bottom and now you are uh, living your best life. Listen, I am your host, Lafayette Lane, joined by my co-host, John LeBron. We are um, the host of the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast. And as always, we are here to build bridges and not walls. Bridges connect and walls divide. Until next week, we pray that you be the leader that God has called you to be. God bless you. Thank you.